Hello, this is Anviti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 18th of July. Suggesting that the FIRs against Alt News co-founder Mohammed Zubair amounted to a quote-unquote vicious cycle, the Supreme Court on Monday directed the Uttar Pradesh police not to take any hasty steps against the journalist without the apex court's permission. The order is for all five cases against him across various cities until the court hears his petition for bail on July 20th, Baron Bench reported. Of the six cases filed against him in UP, Zubair was earlier granted bail in one. On Monday, he had sought an urgent hearing in the Supreme Court to quash the six FIRs registered against him in Uttar Pradesh. His plea had also challenged the constitution of the special investigation team by the Uttar Pradesh government to prove the six cases. A bench headed by Chief Justice N.V. Ramana earlier told the journalist lawyer Vrinda Grover to approach the bench that is already hearing the matter. Another bench of Justices D.Y. Chandrachur and A.S. Bopanna had last week extended Zubair's interim bail in a case filed in Sitapur for calling hate speech accused as hate mongers. Zubair is facing cases in Sitapur, Lakhimpur Kheri, Ghaziabad, Muzaffarnagar and Hathras for allegedly hurting religious sentiments through his social media posts. He was first arrested on May 27th by the Delhi police but remains in custody as he has been granted bail in only two of the cases so far. The court that granted him bail last week in the Delhi case had earlier pulled up the investigators for not recording the statement of the person who ran the Twitter account on the basis of which a case was filed against Zubair. Additional Sessions Judge Devendra Kumar Jangala of Patiala House Courts had told the Special Public Prosecutor that they don't go by tweets, they only go by the Criminal Procedure Code. With the presidential election polls underway today, few members of the Bharatiya Janta Party and Trinamool Congress have expressed there might be some cross-voting from both sides today. BJP MLA Ashish Sheller claimed that many Congress and NCP MLAs will also vote for Draupadi Murmu in the presidential election. He made the comments while addressing the media shortly before the voting process began early today morning. Murmu is the presidential candidate for the BJP-led National Democratic Alliance, whereas the joint candidate from the opposition is former BJP leader and Union Minister Yashwant Sinha, who has been promised votes from Congress Trinamool Congress, Telangana Rashtra Samiti, among others. Meghalaya Chief Minister Conrad Sangma said he also expects some cross-voting from opposition TMC MLAs in the state in favour of the NDA candidate Murmu. According to Hindustan Times, the numbers are stacked in Murmu's favour after she received support from unlikely quarters, with parties like Shiv Sena, Jharkhand Mukti Morcha extending their support recently. She had already received support from Biju Janta Dal and YSR Congress Party. The presidential elections are conducted with a secret ballot paper and voters are the MLAs and MPs who drop their ballot papers in a ballot box. Once the elections are over, the ballot box will be taken to Rajasapa Secretariat in New Delhi for counting and subsequent declaration of the result. The voting process lasts between 10am to 5pm today. The president will be elected by the Electoral College, comprising 776 elected members of the parliament and 4,033 members of the legislative assemblies. Current president Ramnath Kovind's term will end on July 24th. 
the votes from today will be counted on July 21st and the swearing-in of the new president shall be completed on July 25th. As the monsoon session began today, both houses of parliament were adjourned amid opposition protests over inflation and the GST rate hikes. The revised list of goods and services tax rates on household items, hotels and bank services came into effect on Monday. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi took to Twitter today to express anger against the BJP-led central government for quote-unquote destroying what was once one of the world's fastest-growing economies. The GST rates were hiked for several items in the 47th Council meet, chaired by Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman last month. Calling it the Gabbar Singh tax, a jibe at Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Gandhi shared a list of items that will get costlier from today. In a first, pre-packed and labelled food items such as atta, paneer and curd will carry a 5% GST. There will be no GST for unpacked items and those without a label. Items such as LED lamps, ink, knives, blades, pencil sharpeners, spoons, forks, ladles, skimmers, cake servers, printing and writing drawing ink, metal printed circuit boards, tetra pack beverages, etc. have been put in the 18% GST list. Senior Congress leader Shashi Tharoor called the move quote-unquote breathtakingly irresponsible, adding that the government believes it can get away with anything as it eats away into the common man's earnings. According to news agencies, the new GST rates are aimed at increasing revenue. Listeners, we at News Laundry have a variety of segments dedicated to the news, media and commentary. Now we have a brand new show up. Risking cancellation, harassment and trolling by bigoted nutters and woke mobs and who knows what else given to the state of the country. Kunal Kamra and Sanjay Rajora have come out of hibernation from their social media caves to help restore balance to free speech discourse with EABTK. In the second episode of this series, the duo discuss whether it is religion which has shaped human civilization and if our views on the elderly are outdated. The first two episodes of this series are free and future episodes will be behind a paywall. If you like the show or want to support our other podcasts, Ground Reportage and our team, consider subscribing to News Laundry. Remember that News Laundry is an independent news model, which means we don't take ads from corporations or governments. Which is why our shows and reports are free from pressures associated with advertiser money. Our journalism is funded by you. Our subscribers. So head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button at the top right corner. Our plans start at rupees 300 a month. Pay to keep news free. At least 13 people have died so far after a Maharashtra government bus plunged into River Narmada in Khalgar area of Dhar district in Madhya Pradesh today. According to news agencies, 13 others have been rescued from the river so far. The Pune-bound bus from Indore fell off a bridge as it skidded and broke the railings on the Agra-Mumbai highway. Around 40 passengers are estimated to have been on board. Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister Shivrat Singh Chauhan expressed grief over the incident and added that officials in Khargon and Dhar have been instructed to make arrangements for proper treatment of the injured. He is also in contact with Maharashtra Chief Minister Eknath Shinde to discuss the rescue and search operations.
As rescue operations continue, the National Disaster Response Force has been rushed to the spot, officials informed. Meanwhile, the bus belonging to the Maharashtra State Road Transport Corporation has been retrieved amid heavy rainfall. The Supreme Court on Monday agreed to hear an application seeking permission to worship a structure which Hindu petitioners called a shivling in the Gyanwapi Mosque in Varanasi on July 21st. The structure was found in the mosque ablution pond during a court-ordered survey of the complex earlier this year. The petition also seeks carbon dating of the structure to ascertain its age. On July 21st, the court will also hear the related petition of Anjuman Intizamiya Masjid Committee, which manages the affairs of the Gyanwapi Mosque, and had argued that the structure wasn't a shivling but a fountain. In May, the Supreme Court had ordered the transfer of the case related to worship at the site from the civil judge to the district judge in Varanasi. According to a government notice released late Sunday night, Sri Lanka's acting president, Ranil Vikramsinghe, has declared a state of emergency in the country. According to Reuters, the emergency notification stated that the decision was in favour of the interests of public security, the protection of public order and the maintenance of supplies and services essential to the life of the community. The emergency decision comes after Sri Lankan parliament earlier announced that the nominations for the presidential elections will be held on Tuesday and the new president elected on July 20th. Main opposition leader Sajit Premadasa is set to contest the election. Meanwhile, the Indian government has decided to hold an all-party meeting on Tuesday to discuss the situation in the neighbouring country. Parliamentary Affairs Minister Prahlad Joshi said that Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman and External Affairs Minister S. Jai Shankar will, during the meeting, brief leaders of various political parties on the Sri Lankan crisis. Ahead of the monsoon session of the parliament, DMK and AIDMK demanded that India intervene in the crisis plaguing Sri Lanka. The country has almost no foreign exchange and little to no fuel left, adding to the economic and political crisis. Gotabaya Rajpaksha, the former president, quit after fleeing to Singapore amid mass protests over his mismanagement of the economy. Protesters had stormed the presidential palace, taking control over the premises as the civil unrest got violent. The island nation is currently in its worst economic phase since its inception as an independent country. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on wherever you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.